Hey everybody, uh, it's Owen. So it is Tuesday, December 22nd uh, by the time we are recording this. And today you guys get introduced to a new guest to the podcast, Alex Schneider, which I'm super excited about. I think you guys will really like today's episode. Um, we had a lot of fun recording it. Uh, really heavy NFL talk, a um, little recap of the week 15 games, and then a little college football talk. So yeah, I just want to thank Schneids again for doing this. Uh, and yeah, enjoy today's little Christmas edition episode. Hey guys, it's me again. Uh, so just a quick heads up before um, we get into this episode today with Alex. I uh, just want to let you guys know if you hear any like echoing or any type of uh, echo sort of thing um, throughout this episode just know that this was um, my first episode I, w- I just ordered a couple microphones um, which I'm actually super excited about I think it will really improve the quality um, originally I was just using my my computer uh, speaker which worked okay but I think these microphones will really make a big difference but I'm still kind of trying to work out the nuances and again this was the first podcast that um we used the microphones with and we were sitting in the same room so it's like you know when he was talking my mic was kind of picking it up a little bit and uh, vice versa so I, I did my best to go through this entire episode and get rid of as much echoing as possible um you'll still probably hear some at times so I do apologize for that um you know I'm I'm still very new to this whole podcasting world so I'm kind of just trying to learn on the fly here and figure out, you know, the sound settings um, and all the editing features. Um, but yeah, you know, again, I, I am super excited about these microphones and I think you really will start to notice the, the quality improve a little bit. Um, and I think sometimes I maybe talk too loud into the mic too. But again, this is all stuff that I hope to to learn um, soon and hopefully I can get it uh, right by like the next episode. Um so yeah, if you guys can just bear with me today on this one, I I promise to uh, look into that and try to and try to improve that. But yeah, that's all I got for you. Um, I'm sorry again about it, but um, you know, enjoy today's episode with Schneids. It it was a lot of fun to record, um, with or without the the little technical difficulties. So yeah, enjoy today's episode. Hello guys, and welcome back to another episode of Dorm Discussions. Um, This is Owen again, and today I'm joined by a very special guest, Alex Schneider. Al, say what's up. What's up, fool? (laughs) Yeah, so for anybody who doesn't know Alex, um, this is obviously your guys' first time hearing him. Um, he, I went to high school with Alex. Uh, We both went to Jefferson. We played baseball together. Um, and now he is at William Jewell College, which is in Missouri, um, and he's playing D2 baseball. Yes, so he's kind of big time. Yeah. So everybody bow down. Nah, it's so the last time that we played together was uh, 2017 when I graduated um, Jefferson. Um, after that, I went to a community college to play juco baseball in uh kind of middle of nowhere iowa called ellsworth community college um middle of nowhere is pretty accurate (laughs) (laughs) uh a town of your hometown being like eighty five thousand people and you move into a town of i think six 
thousand. Yeah, dude. I don't think people get that. Like Bloomington's pretty big. It's, I mean, yeah. You know, comparatively, I mean, I go to school in St. Joe, and <laughs> there's literally nothing there. So um, it's it was uh it was certainly quite the experience to get uh, kind of both sides of uh, the the coin. Per se. Yeah, I yeah. suppose. And then uh, after my two years there, um, since obviously community college two year program kind of obvious um i got an offer from uh william jewell college down in liberty missouri where i i guess i well it's my last well i don't even know yeah it'll it's, be your senior year next my, year but it's it got all kind of messed up with this whole covid thing um last can you, can you get another year of eligibility if you want yes yeah um I'm not going to go into any <laughs> details, but, um, yeah, so we got the extra year of eligibility cause our season got canceled last spring. Uh, we got 15 games in and before everything got shut down, but, um, I absolutely love it there. It's a great time, great experience. And, uh, I have a lot of fun down there. Yeah. Good. So good. how, what, so what'd you take away from your time at Ellsworth? I mean, how was that experience? It, oh boy. It's uh the JUCO grind. That <laughs> it's um I don't even know how to explain it, honestly. It's I mean it's basically baseball twenty four seven, right? There's really no like rules and well there's rules, but there's kind of like no limits on how much you can do. It's just kind of like strictly baseball and like you're there to get in and get out really. Right. And uh I mean, <laughs> I mean, you, were you pretty happy to end up at William Jewell, or where oh, were you kind of looking to go out of? I, two years? you know, I, I didn't know. I didn't know. I didn't have really that many offers out of high school. Um, I actually had to ask to play at, at Ellsworth. Had to, I had to ask. Did they not see any of the games? <laughs> Did they not come to any Jefferson? Games? I mean, come on. I, I mean, I was peaked in high school. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I didn't really have that many offers coming out of. Uh, out of uh, Ellsworth, either actually, if uh, well, you guys had an offer from St. John's, I, did you I, not? I, I, <laughs> <laughs> I did, yeah. I did. Um, but I'm not a big fan of uh, how cold and everything is here. <laughs> yeah, is Mur is Missouri much different? It's uh, a little bit better, at least more bearable. A lot more bearable. We don't uh, have quite the snow and doesn't get as cold down there. So yeah, that's good. That's uh. That was kind of a big upside for me, especially coming from a uh, I'm a spring summer sport guy. It's kind of right. nice to be able to still go outside in November and not hate it. <laughs> right, right, right. Yeah. So, how, how did the start of the season go for William Jewell this year? I mean, were you guys was this going to be a good year for you or like as a team at last spring? Yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, we had uh, super super high hopes. Um, I think from the guys that I talked to who last year I was a junior. So the seniors last year um, said that, you know, this is the best team that they've been a part of in their, you know, four or five years, however long they've been there. Mm -hmm. And, you know, we all were really excited because we had lots of potential and we showed, uh, we, I mean, it's, I don't even know how to like describe it. We just kind of, it, I haven't really yeah. wrapped my mind around the fact that I didn't, you know, we weren't able to finish out what 
we really wanted. Right. And uh, hopefully you guys will get a full year next year. This, you know, this, that's the hope. This spring, yeah, there's, you know, a faint, faint light at the end of the tunnel here for uh, this COVID madness. Um, obviously, we still have a long way to go. Right. But it's, uh, I'm want everyone to be safe and want everyone to stay healthy and such but you know i'm 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 itching to get out and as i think many people are (laughs) yeah no kidding yeah yeah um so yeah that's super cool uh the experience of william jewel i think that's awesome and you know the one thing i'll say about schneids um you know i i played baseball in high school um obviously um but i i never was really into baseball i mean the you know, like the Bloomington traveling situation, like it's a little, little rocky. Oh, so yeah. I didn't, I didn't even know anything about baseball, basically. I mean, I was always a basketball guy first. Um, but you know, my sophomore year getting on the varsity squad after a few weeks was great because I mean, you know, that your group, your grade was just awesome. Yeah. And it was really huge for me because I had such a weird experience with basketball. Um, but yeah, Schneids is a dog. So his his nickname was Bulldog, and you might hate that nickname. And it was I think Gas gave it to you, but um, I I just remember that Chaska game, that Chaska section game, which yep. you know I I remember that clear as day. That was probably one of my favorite baseball memories. Um, and you diced that game. Yeah, yeah. I uh, I'm still not to you know like pat myself on the back or anything, no, but it. I mean. Do it. <laughs> I mean, I'm still, I think I'm top five in school history in ERA. Yeah. Well, um, you almost had that no-hitter. I almost, yeah, almost had a no-hitter. Um, so it was a lot of fun senior year. I mean, we had a fun group of guys who kind of, it, it was one of those, one of those years where you really loved showing up really because did. it was it was fun we just had a group of guys and kind of we've all stuck together because it was quite crazy the, yeah, it was quite the experience yeah, and like and um it's just you had a group of guys that just brought you know not only good play but like good energy great energy, and yeah. they kept it fun kept it oh close. yeah you absolutely loved being out there every day and for that's practice. you need that in baseball because oh, that shit oh. is that shit is a grind and you have some rough days out oh there. yeah 100 percent. so yeah that, that that was huge for me i mean like you say it was fun to show up it was fun to play and we should have beat edina i mean we just yeah. should have i mean yeah. we were we were coming on late we were getting hot and man i i you know that sections run was just electric we yeah we really could have uh looking back at that now it's uh you know there's a few things that i wish i you know could have done a little bit better but then again like it's just kind of the way it goes high school that's 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 baseball man (laughs) right so yeah and a little little background so whatever we we were playing edina and it was our elimination game we just lost to shakopee who's a good team and they were like a six seed or something um but they were hot um but anyways, at a dining game, we were up two to one, I think, going into the, was it the seventh inning? Yeah, it was I think it was. And some, yeah. They hit the game tying homer, and then was it the same inning that they that Seafish hit the walk off? I think, I think so. or it was in extras, but yeah. So they hit two home runs, um, to tie tie the tie the game, and then obviously to walk it off, and that ended our season. Yeah. And I just remember watching the ball fly to dead center, Seafish, <laughs> uh, who is now at Southern Missouri, right? Playing. Yes. 
playing D1. Division One. So that's very good player. Yeah, that's so. sick. Um, can't feel too bad about that. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, um, so yeah, that that high school experience was great, and um, yeah, I really look forward to you know following your senior year at William Jewell. I'm sure big things are are coming. It's uh, it's a great great time. We got a lot of uh, a lot of things that we kind of unfinished business as you know some would say just but we're trying to also not um try and the idea is not to focus on finishing last year you know quote unquote finishing what we didn't get to finish I mean it's a new year everyone has to deal with the same kind of issues and everyone's in the same boat as us so we just have to just play and yeah play control with, what you can control yeah exactly you know? you know play within ourselves not try to do a whole lot and uh just see how it goes, how it goes. Yeah. and every day is going to be you know a different battle and a but i mean i'm so excited to get back out there and i i believe you it you know i can't i can't wait to get back in i think first game is march Six, seven, okay, eight, nine. I don't know. One of those, sometime in March. But. Yeah, yeah. Okay, good. Well, yeah. So that's a little introduction to Schneid's. Um, ran a little long, but uh, you know, I thought that his experience at you know D two baseball is awesome. So, as uh, for the outlook for today's pod, uh, we're gonna go heavy into the NFL recap week fifteen a little that's bit. Um, a lot of a lot of football today. Yep, yep. Uh, we got the playoffs coming up, obviously, so it's you know a lot on the line in these last few weeks um, for playoff standings, etc. Um, so yeah, without saying too much else, I mean we'll just kind of get into this here. Before uh, before we get in there, how about uh, how about we talk about this last week of fantasy? <laughs> I don't want to, man. I just don't even want to think about for it. for any of those who uh, who even care. Just the quick quick little. Uh, <laughs> Quick little background about Owen and I. Uh, we are currently in the 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 toilet bowl of mm-hmm. our uh, <laughs> yep. of our league. I don't know how the two best teams ended up in the toilet bowl. <laughs> <laughs> so I believe as of the rankings and the stat, stat standings and stuff, uh, Owen is last. I am currently second to last, and we play each other for the, the toilet bowl. And what's what's on the line here? What's, what's on the line? Uh, we're we're not gonna name exactly uh, exactly what, what the punishment what, is. What's sure. going on? But uh, let's just we're just gonna leave it at that. I but, mean, I'm sure they'll see it on social media somewhere. If it's, you know, yeah, yeah. It's, it's it's a lot on the line, and it so, is gonna be a tough a tough emotional week. Yeah. <laughs> um, tough last two weeks here. So for, yeah. Uh, we're just gonna bench everybody and start a kicker, right? We're, just a quick little like ten to seven. I'm thinking about the bowl game. I'm thinking about dropping all my players, right? And how about this? How about this? Here yeah, we go. Yeah. Let's hear it. Um, how about if we tie? Tie? <laughs> and then what, what do you do? What do we do? We both. We both get. Wait. Well, that make it maybe a little more bearable. <laughs> <laughs> a little, you know, little manies. Little... Okay. All right. Moving on. Yeah, we'll, we'll update you guys on how that goes. Yes, that'll be in the next couple of weeks. <laughs> All right, so um, as usual, you know, we got to start off with the Vikes. Um, I told I told Schneids before getting into this that I, I wasn't able to catch the game this weekend. I was working, and I'm not too sad about it. <laughs> um, it's, uh, boy, I don't even know how to, I don't even know how to, 
react. It's, I mean, yeah, it's, so we lost to the Bears 33-27, and our, our playoff chances are basically out the window at this point. 2% chance. Yeah. It's with especially the Saints coming up on Christmas. It's uh, We've got a super tall hill to climb. So... So what is yeah? What has your been in your assessment so far of the Viking season? I mean, would you say it's been a, a disappointment? I, you know, here's the thing: you can make, and this you know, this is just my opinion. Um, you can make all the excuses you want. You know, we don't have uh, Eric Hendricks has been out. Yeah. Um, Daniel Hunter. has been, been out. Anthony Barr. Yeah. Um, et cetera. COVID. Yeah. You can make, you know, I mean... It's been a weird year. Very weird year. But then again, think about it this way. Um, every other team is dealing with the same stuff. Yeah. So, uh, what... You can't really make you any can't make an excuse, but I mean, obviously, it'll make everyone feel better if you make an excuse. Well, but, but there's enough talent on the Vikings roster to where, <sighs> especially on the offense. I mean, you got. Dalvin, arguably the best running back in the league. Yeah. Justin Jefferson has looked like a legit rookie. I, in my opinion, rookie of the year. Rookie of the year. Yeah, in my and opinion, he, he just got voted into the Pro Bowl and rightfully so. Yes. So there's enough talent on the offense. It's just, I, you know, a couple of those losses early in the year. Like again, I mentioned, you know, the Titans game where we lost on the game-winning field goal. The Seahawks game where Russ puts together a last, you know, last-second drive and and beats us. It's just like, man, if you know, if those two games just swing, Dallas, it, we're totally yeah. The Dallas stinker, yeah. Um, it's a totally different season. So you know, but I I do agree. Our offense is very talented. I'm not going to disagree. And Kirk's capable for as much as I love to bash on the guy. You know, He's capable. He's capable. He is. Yeah. All in all, Kirk is not a bad quarterback. Yeah, but right. then again, he's not a great quarterback. He's not great. He's, not great. he's very middle of the pack. So, but then again, also you got to think about it this way. Every other team in the NFL is extremely offensive-based. Right. So, sure, you can have all these stars, but then again, you got to have something that at least helps you out. So do you think Zimmer has been a problem for the Vikes? Did, so was there – did you watch the Vikings game? Yes. Because it sounded like there was maybe a bad play call down the stretch. So he – I guess from just about the start, I mean, um, he threw this challenge flag that, you know, clearly I think anyone could see – I mean, he wasn't going to win it. Gonna win it. Yeah. He wasn't going to win it. So why are you throwing a challenge flag, losing a timeout early in? I can't remember if it was the first half, early in the second half. I I can't quite remember. There was a lot of. I just got lost in the, yeah. in the chaos. My yeah. face just went in my hands, and I just couldn't. <laughs> just so there's that, and then there was a few few times later in the second half, I believe that we couldn't get the play call right or we couldn't get set up yeah. or something the play clock didn't reset there's just a lot of things that we kind of let i feel like get to us yeah. and it just kind of i think after the bears kind of jumped out and surprised us early in the like on the first drive they've almost. been playing better too they, though i mean it's weird 
They've been such an up and down team this yeah. year. Starting like what five and one, yeah, and then losing right. six straight. And well, then... you never thought they were that good though. I mean, like Trubisky. I mean, I, yeah. David Montgomery has come on. David Montgomery has turned into a extreme threat. Yeah, no like one, Barry Sanders. No one ever would have thought that. Shout out Iowa State. Jake, <laughs> Jake reminded me that he was an Iowa State guy. I, I did not remember that, but um. Yeah, I don't know. That uh, team has been playing better, um, and Allen Robinson is a legit threat on the outside. And now they have a chance to sneak into the playoffs. They, yeah, at seven and seven. Yeah, so they do. Um, I will say, if there's like been one bright spot for the Vikes, obviously the offense has been good. But on the defensive side, Cam Dantzler, it seems like he's been playing better as of late, um, and Jeff Gladney. So I saw like a stat: um, Cam Dantzler. He was like he's the number one pro football focus grade for rookie corners, which is pretty impressive. Um, and then Jeff Gladney has also been showing promise. He's got 68 solo tackles, which is tied fourth in pro football focus at his position, if I am understanding those stats correctly. Um, so you know that's that's a lone bright spot on the defense. And again, we knew that the defense was young at the start of the year. I got I got some info for you here. Okay, go ahead. Um, so I'm gonna completely butcher his name, but um, uh, where is it here? Um, the guy that his name's like Yannick Gakwe. Yeah, him. Okay, okay. Well, we had him at the start. So we had him we for. Him. Here's here's a here's a stat you're gonna love. Okay. All right. So we had him for five games or six games. My bad. Mm-hmm. Six games before he said, "I'm getting out of here. Oh, <laughs> I'm getting out of here." Yep. I want to let you know that. He hasn't played for the Vikings in one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. It looks like eight games. He yeah. hasn't been on the Vikings for eight games, yeah. and he still leads the team in sacks. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's, that's not, not good. good. He has five sacks. That's not good. Well, and you know, that was... Why did we trade him? Because we... we it was a whole, That was a big offseason move for the Vikings. And then, you know, we got off to the bad start. And then, you know, you were kind of confused about the direction. And then it felt like, and I don't know, who did we trade him to? Like the Ravens? The Ravens, or, yeah. yeah. But that's not good. So the pass rush has been an issue. The pass rush has been a... Again, no Daniil Hunter. No um, no Daniil Hunter. I don't no, even know who our linemen are at this point. Like Juan Mon? There's a Juan. There's a... Um, boy. Um, Is Brian Robinson still around? Oden- Jared Allen? Like- <laughs> Odenabo? Okay, sure. Odenabo has the second most sacks with three and a half. Okay. Okay. I don't think he's going to get to five. Yeah. So this guy who hasn't played on the Vikings in eight weeks is going to lead the team <laughs> in sacks. That's not good. So that's a little wake-up call here. Right. Um, something needs... you gotta put. You got to put pressure on the quarterback. I mean, you can't just... You have to. Especially when you have a young secondary. Yes, absolutely have to. Absolutely have to. And I feel like not... I mean, I saw it the other day. Um, boy, in previous weeks when... Uh, the Vikings have played. I don't even remember, dude. I, it's just kind of um, all yeah, a blur. <laughs> well, who did they play? They lost. They lost again last week. Did they not? So, oh, the Buccaneers. Yeah, the Buccaneers. Okay, so yeah, the Dan Bailey. Oh, oh boy. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so Brady had all day in the pocket. Mm-hmm. Trubisky had all day in the pocket, and. And don't tell me the Bears have it like a great offensive line. Maybe they do. I, I, I don't know. How, have, how do you judge offensive lines? Yeah. Like honestly, I don't understand. Yeah. How so that. when quarterbacks have all day to sit in the pocket and let plays develop, this is where you see those big plays. Yeah, because you break down in the secondary. Yeah. Somebody yeah. gets open. Yep. 
quarterback gets out of the pocket. So, just I don't know how to. Well, just looking again too, we we lost to the Colts early in the year, and the Colts are good, but that was a twenty-eight to eleven. I mean, I remember we just got dominated. We lost to the Falcons. They put up forty on us. Like, it's just been a. I can't. We lost to the Cowboys. <laughs> yeah. Um. So you know, there's not much on the line for the Vikings these next couple weeks. Um. I guess. Pride. Pride. <laughs> Zimmer Zimmer's Zimmer's gonna go out and try and win. Yeah. Zimmer he is. Zimmer's a very big competitor and he's not going out with without a fight, basically is what it comes down to. Right. So I'm I don't think we have a chance. No, not, not, one, not for this year. Don't but, well I'm talking on Christmas. We Okay against the Saints. I feel like we are going to get exposed. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's I don't know because Drew Brees is coming back from the Drew. He played last week against I know, but the Chiefs. He didn't look great though. I mean, he, I think he was like forty-four percent completion percentage, which was like his third lowest in his career. But you know, people were talking about it's like, what do you expect from him? He's how old? He's like high thirties. He punctured his lung and had like multiple Broke, cracked ribs. Yeah, nine cracked ribs and a yeah. punctured lung. He's I mean, got like a flak jacket on, yeah. you know. Um. But that's going to be a tough game. The Saints have a good defense. It's kind of cool that they're playing on Christmas, though. It is. You know, that's, it is. That's a cool little thing. Um, but so I guess the, for the future outlook for the Vikes, how, how much longer do you do you want Kirk Cousins as, as the Vikings oh, quarterback? Oh, boy. Because um, I don't know. Do we have him under contract for one or two more years? I don't, I don't really know. A, I, think we're, I think we're two. Two, probably. Um, um, I've heard a little rumbles of, like, Sam Darnold. You know, because the Jets might don't. He, well, I would take Darnold. Are you kidding? Some some young blood, twenty three year old. No. Get get Kirk out of here. What are, what are we what are we doing with Kirk? I I mean, <clears throat> my thing with Kirk is we paid him to win a Super Bowl. We had Case Keenum, you know, and it just doesn't look like it's gonna happen. Um, two more years. Okay, but again, you know, I guess beggars can't be choosers, and Kirk again is a capable quarterback, so it could be a lot worse. We could have. You know Ryan Finley out there, or some shit, or you know, but um, it's 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 a tough situation because everyone wants this athletic, super you know dual dual threat QB. That's where the league's Lamar going. Lamar Jackson, yeah, Russell, okay, Mahomes, but, Kyler Murray. But how do you? We have Dalvin. Yeah, well, we know our so, system. So I mean, you're just gonna upset Dalvin if you try and. Change create this line. dual threat quarterback who's just going to take rushes away from him. Yeah, I would guess. much rather hand the ball off to Dalvin and have him run for days than have Sam Darnold go out there and try, <laughs> try and dot up try, try and do something. Yeah, okay. Yeah. okay so, and I think with the way that Gary Kubiak runs our offense, I think it's very evident that he's going to stay big run heavy even though that's kind of not the way that the league's going. I don't and, know. I, I'm kind of fine with it, though. You know, because, like, the Browns, that's similar to what they do. Um, I just think the defense has got to get better, obviously. If we want to play that style, we need to hold the opponents under 17 points. We need to, you know, control the game flow. So, you know, I, yeah, I don't think there's necessarily anything wrong with the Viking system. I think it's just getting the right pieces. Um so yeah, you know, I guess we'll we'll see what happens with Kirk. I don't think the Vikings are going to get rid of him before his contract expires. It'll just be if they extend him um, when the time comes, I guess. I, I don't know about you know the two years from now. I mean, who knows? Who knows? So 
It's uh, there's a lot of things. I don't see Zimmer going anywhere either. Yeah. Um, I just I took like I just looked at it. I it's it took like Bill Belichick like eleven years to win it or something like that. Some yeah. a really long time to win his first Super Bowl, and. I mean, Zimmer's been here for six years. And he's, so, he's good. He's a defensive guy. He, you know, he, he controls the locker I think, room. I think everyone, because we've been put through so much just pain and trauma in, right. this, in this state with our sports and everything that's just happened, the Twins, the Timberwolves, the Wild, yeah. the, um, the Loons. The I, Loons I mean, that, yeah. it's just there's a lot of like so we want it now we were a big now like we want it now well yeah this well, year this is it right i you know we'll we'll sell the city to you know win a super bowl i swear <laughs> <laughs> we'll win just one like major championship like in i think so it's hard to say that um well, it's tough to be satisfied yeah. i mean yeah. yeah and i think jack said on the last podcast like the last Minnesota championship was back in the eighties with the twins, the Kirby Puckett team or whatever it was. So that's just, that's just tough. And I think that does play a part And you know, it's tough to get excited about a six and eight, whatever we're going to end up as this year. But, um, you know, I think the pieces are in place and I think the Vikings are a good organization and I think they'll just keep getting better. And I think they know what they need to do to get better. Um, so yeah, I, I I am hopeful for the future for the Vikes. Um, so yeah, we'll we'll take a break on that topic and we'll jump into some some other teams here. So changing course to, you know, I guess one of your hometown teams oh, now. Around okay, I suppose. Well, are you just fully immersed in the bandwagon now, or? <laughs> I you know. I'll 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 say this. So we're talking about the we're talking about the Kansas City Chiefs. Um, where I go to school, I live or not live. I go to school probably, probably less than twenty minutes away from uh, Arrowhead. Yeah. yeah. Um. So no different than where we are now to T or uh, to US Bank. So I suppose you could call my hometown team. I I I got to be careful saying that be- well, because yeah. a lot of my uh, a lot of my friends back in Missouri and at school would. <laughs> Uh, certainly give me some heat for saying that right right um but you i mean you work you don't you work in yeah yeah for like so baseball? for our fundraisers um we work in the concession stands we cook um serve etc that's pretty cool so i've nice stadium what nice, is it a nice stadium? oh oh beautiful yeah I bet. beautiful um I haven't been in U.S. Bank, so I'm sorry I can't. I have not either. I, yeah. Arrowhead is very nice. Super, super loud. I was there pre-COVID, so about a year ago. Um, super, super loud. Yeah. And the atmosphere, it's uh, it's it's good. This is this is what I gotta say. So, it's good cheering on a team. I wouldn't say cheering on. I supporting. 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 Sure. Sure. <laughs> Supporting a team that isn't going to let you down in the end. Yeah. Because it must be nice. <laughs> I'm so just heartbroken cheering for every Minnesota sports team here. I mean, the Vikings. It's just been nothing but like optimism, great, cool, and then boom, blown out of the sky. That's all it is. That's it's it. false hope. And they just, it's, it's, it's good knowing that like 
not, I mean, good watching a team that isn't going to, you know, crack in the fourth quarter. Right. That isn't going to, um, you know, lose in the big game. If anything, you know, they get better yeah, in the I, quarter, I, yeah. You know? But, but I, what I will say about the Chiefs, Chiefs so they, they just beat New Orleans um, this past weekend. They won, I think, 30 to, 32 to 29. Um, so not a super convincing win. And they've they've been kind of, you know, obviously they're still probably unanimously the best team in football. But their past six games, they've won by one possession. So it's not like they're blowing teams out of the water. So does that show... A weakness? I mean, do you think the Chiefs are susceptible this year to, to I, a loss in the playoffs? I, boy, I think, and this kind of continues to our next kind of topic, sort of. Um, I think the as you get deeper into the playoffs, I think the biggest um, threat, I suppose, to the Chiefs, I believe, would be the Bills. And I think the, 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 the problem is... The Chiefs have a tough time just putting teams away. Yeah, I mean, for whatever reason, you you get off to a hot start, and then all of a sudden, I don't know if they just you know get lazy. I don't I don't know what it is. Right. Like they just let teams crawl back in, and which is weird of them because I mean like and they've played Denver and Carolina and they're like bare again one possession games. Yeah. Um, but you know what what I will say about Kansas City too is. Even when you come down to the fourth quarter and it's a close game or whatever, like you're, you're never really too worried because you just kind of assume Mahomes is going to make some play, you know, put on the Superman the, cape and just win them the game. The uh, three-headed monster that they have there on the offense, the Mahomes, Hill, and Kelsey. Yeah. It's uh, it, one of them. I mean, the offense basically runs through yeah. those three, essentially. Yeah. And I think adding well Clyde he's gone, he's gone I know he is he didn't he just get, did just get injured um, suffered a high ankle sprain but, I, but he's, I, out for, he's out for the season out for the, yeah the last couple of weeks and, and maybe he'll be healthy for the playoffs who knows maybe but then again like Clyde's a very good Clyde's a very good running back and has been a very good rookie um but I don't think Le'Veon Bell is a bad second option right well yeah i mean it's it's Le'Veon bell like, yeah yeah so i don't i don't know but they could probably function without a running back too seriously i mean, I mean they, they basically five wide they basically did last year yeah essentially you know they're the last running back that you can think of LaShawn Dam- McCoy Damian Williams uh last year last year yeah i, I who is that <laughs> right no yeah yeah um well, I mean, come on, dude. Tyreek Hill had 200 receiving yards in the first quarter yeah. against Tampa. Um, Kelsey is just like a, a lock for eight catches, 100 yards. I, I, I want to say he's first in yards as, as like just like overall. Receivers, too. Just yeah. overall. I think yeah. he's first. He's basically a receiver as a, playing tight end. As a tight end. Yeah, it's nuts. That's unheard of. And Mahomes is one of those guys who's great at extending plays and – you got the fastest guy. You and you know Hardman's fast. Demarcus yes. Robinson is fast. Yes. You just got some speedsters. So, good luck matching up with them on offense. But I think back to what the question was. I believe the defense needs to shape it up, and I I think I think they'll clinch the top spot. So I assume that they'll get the bye week. If they'll, when, they'll clinch, a, they'll clinch yeah. the top spot. I mean, the Steelers were looking like a, a threat, but not anymore. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so. 
I mean, how do you feel about their chances doing the Super Bowl? I was kind of under the impression that, I mean, that they feel like a lock. They, I mean, but anything can happen. And the AFC is tough. The too. AFC is very tough. I think you got to be careful with Buffalo. Yeah, yeah Buffalo's legit. legit. And even like Tennessee, Tennessee, Mike, Indy, um, Vrabel, their coach, Tennessee, Tennessee's head coach, Mike yes. Vrabel. Yep. Um, sneaky. Sneaky good. Well, yeah. Sneaky good. He well, pulls out all the – he goes into his bag of tricks and will pull something out somewhere. Um, yeah. Derrick Henry, too. Derrick Henry. I mean, so, I don't know how you stop so, it. So, I believe, I believe it will be the, the Chiefs and the Bills in the AFC Championship. That's kind of where I'm at. I know the the Steelers might – I don't know what's happening there. I don't know. So, I lost a lot of confidence in them. The, the Browns, I don't know. I think they're maybe a year, maybe t- a year, maybe two away from yeah. being a I think, legit contender. I mean, good for them. They've had a good season. Yeah. They, they're going to be a tough out in the playoffs, but – I don't think they're really a threat to the Chiefs per se. I, no, 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 no. You know, I just, I just think with Buffalo's offense and the way that uh, Josh Allen is playing, and our, our boy Stephon Diggs, yeah, uh, and a, a sneaky, sneaky wide receiver Cole Beasley, yeah, very, very underrated, in my yeah. opinion, Cole Beasley. Um, good little slot guy for sure. Yeah. Um, and the defense in Buffalo is pretty solid yeah, too. That it's yeah. been good in recent years, and I think it's holding up pretty well this year. Probably better than the Chiefs' <laughs> defense. Um, but yeah, there's no reason the Chiefs shouldn't be in the in the championship game. And if they can get into the the Super Bowl, um, you know, they're probably going to have a tougher time coming out of the AFC than they are. Be, you know, in the Super Bowl in game, the NFC. I don't know I mean, the Packers. It's some cupcakes the, in the NFC right now. <laughs> the I mean, Packers, seriously, the Saints, Buccaneers. I mean, did you just see what the Rams did against the Jets? Like they were, they were in. Uh, they were, and what? Honestly, dude, what? What were they doing in that game? Because the Jets, honestly, like they were, they don't want to win. They're trying to get Trevor Lawrence, um, and. You know, I was listening to the Bill Simmons podcast, and they had a, he was talking to a Jets fan, and this Jets fan is like, he's like, fuck Sean McVay, <laughs> fuck Jared Goff, you know, fuck whoever the Jets quarterback or the head coach is. It's just like, honestly, it, and the Rams, it's not like they're not playing for anything. They're playing to win their division. And now, because they lost to the Jets, the Seahawks are at the top of that division. So it's just really tough. To, like, I don't know what to make of the NFC. I mean, the Packers are probably going to get the bye. Um how good are they even? Yeah. You know, I, in my opinion, this, you know, here you go. Just my opinion. Yeah. Right? I think the Packers are very one dimensional with, with Rogers, with, with Rogers and Devonta Adams. Yeah. Sure. Um, Aaron Jones, I, he's a running back, isn't he? Aaron Jones. He, you know, very good. But I think that offense is almost structured around, Adams, it is. And well, they get, they get him the ball as much as possible. I mean, I, I mean, arguably the best, arguably arguably the best wide receiver in the NFL right now. Yeah, I don't think there's, I think that's fair. So, I mean, he he's in, you know, some of the stat lines he puts up are nuts. Like eleven catches, two hundred yards. Yeah, like you know who they're going to, and they just can't stop it. Yeah. Um, they they kind of lulled through the second half though a little bit. Like I I don't think I think he threw only like for a buck fifty and a touchdown this last week. Um. And I don't know how good their defense is 
that just kind of goes to show though like the the nfc is pretty wide open yeah. like you you just don't know who's gonna yep. show up in the playoffs um so yeah we'll see what happens with the nfc but you know that kind of i wanted to talk about the jets a little bit i mean seriously like what uh, what i mean and why are they playing sam darnold like why wouldn't you just go full tanking uh I don't know. And why can't that be allowed? Like, why, why, why can't you tank if it's just a loss season? Um, but now that, you know, the Jaguars are probably going to end up getting the, the one pick. Yeah. They lost 13 in a row. That's, that's bad. The Jags. Uh, how do you – if you're in New York right now, knowing that the, you just – sure, you just won a game. Cool. Congrats. Great. Um, yeah, super proud. You've been out of the playoff picture since, I don't know, week eight. <laughs> right. <laughs> I, probably earlier, week probably. four or five. Probably. I mean, you're the Jets. So your only positive is, hey, Trevor Lawrence, man. Great college great college player. Yeah. Well, people are saying Lawrence comparisons to, like, Andrew Luck, John Elway. Like, he, people are talking about him like a generational player. Yeah. And now the Jets can't even tank right. They, they can't no. even do that right. No. So as it's set up right now, if they both, I believe if they both were to lose out, lose the rest of their games, uh, the Jaguars would get the first pick. Yeah. And I kind of – I almost like that better for, That'd be cool. for uh, Trevor Lawrence. Yeah. I like that better. I, I don't want to see him go through that pain. It would have been York. funny. Yeah, it would have been funny to see if the Jets got the one pick and then he's like, no, I'm going <laughs> to stay in college for another year. I'm, so, I'm good. I mean, I like the way that offense is kind of set up down there in Jacksonville. James Robinson looks James good. James Robinson. Ben Barch, best um, offensive lineman in the league already. Chark. Um, yeah. I don't know beyond that. I, but I, I don't pay attention. So yeah, um, the Bengals were kind of in that conversation too, but they just fucking beat the Steelers, so they, they they got three wins now. So it is between the Jets and the Jags. And if the Jets can end up with Justin Fields, you know that's kind of that's not the worst consolation. I'm not sold on Ohio State quarterbacks. Well, just like in general. Yeah. Okay. Well, they look kind of bad against Northwestern in the Big Ten championship game. I mean, they only scored like 24 points, or I think. You know, uh, we'll, we'll get into that later. I got, okay. I got quite a bit about that, too. Okay, so. yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll probably get into the college football playoffs a little bit, too, at the end here. But, um, yeah, we'll, we'll move on from the Jets and staying in that division. Um, you know, the Patriots. They're not going to be in the playoffs this it's, year. Uh, it's like a, a rare occurrence, like a solstice. First time in like 17 years? I don't, yeah, I don't, I don't know. know. I don't know what the exact number is, yeah. but it's been a long, Very long, long time. damn time. Um, so, I mean, and I don't know how high the expectations really were for the Patriots this year, but you kind of thought with Bill Belichick they were going to find a way to sneak into the yeah. playoffs at least. Yeah, you, you always know that uh, Bill Belichick's got something – tucked up his sleeve or right. his sweatshirt, whatever. <laughs> his hoodie. <laughs> his hoodie. Yeah. Um, he's always got something. I mean, one of the greatest NFL coaches of all time, clearly. No doubt. Clearly. No doubt. Um, but I just don't. There, there's not the ta- They don't have the talent. I mean, as simple as that. They, don't. they just don't. They don't. Um, and Cam has, has been mediocre. I mean, again, I don't know how high expectations think, were for Cam. I think. Here you go. Yeah. yeah. Here you go. Here's a hot take. Okay. At the end of the season, week 17, you will see Cam Newton play his last NFL game. 
so ever. Yeah, yeah that, that was, was going to be a question I was going to ask. Is Cam still good enough to be a starting quarterback in the NFL? No. You think no? No. Here's why. Okay. Yeah. Um, there was clearly a lot of he his e his ego his ego gets in his way. Okay. <laughs> he he had to get humbled a little bit though, don't you think? No. Yeah, maybe not. <laughs> and here's why. Here's why. Here's why. I you know I love I loved Cam when he was on MVP Cam. Yeah. On the Panthers. Great. He was kind of he was kind of like that first guy to really like the dual threat. Yeah. I mean, where you just couldn't stop yes. him in the run game. Either. Yes. So obviously he's nowhere near that form. Arms not in good shape. Just bad decisions here and there. And I think you know we're gonna see him play his last NFL game. And the reason I say that is because do you think? Cam's ego with how much he made a big deal about not being in the, you know, not being on a team mm -hmm. in the years that he was unsigned, made a big deal about it, yada, yada, et cetera. Um, I just don't see him being okay with taking a backup spot. Yeah. I just don't, don't see it. See it. I, I think that's a fair point. Um, I will say physically, I think he's still an NFL quarterback. I mean, he's six foot four, whatever he is. He's still like tough to bring down. He can still run the ball a little bit, but. He can't really throw. No. Like his, it, like, and his his misses are bad. Like, yeah, you know, um, and he hasn't had a lot of people to throw to this year, obviously. But it's even little mistakes. Like I think it was the Buffalo game. They were really close to winning that game, and they were marching, and then they ran like a QB sweep for Cam. He fumbled, and it was like late in the game. They were you know driving to take the lead. Um, and you know if you can't throw the ball, if you can't hang on to the ball. You know, it's like, well, what is what is he really good for? And I don't know who's really gonna wanna take on Cam and his ego and his and his videos and his yeah. his hype videos, and he still thinks he's you know one of the best, yeah. basically. Um, I just don't see him being okay with taking a backup spot, and just the amount of his ego just gets way too much in his in in his way, and that, yeah. that's unfortunate because he was a very good quarterback. And, you know, still potentially could be. Still potentially could be. But I don't know if he's really showed a whole lot to any other teams. And, like, who would want to sign him? I mean, again, he just can't really throw the ball as well as he used to. I don't know if he ever really could as great as, you know, like the Rodgers and the Bradys. So, side question going mm -hmm. off of this. With Cam out, who do you think is going to slide in? For New England? Yep. I don't know. People have talked about Jared Stidham, whoever the fuck that is. <laughs> like, I don't know. But, um, yeah, that was another question. That was another thing they talked about on the Bill Simmons podcast is, like, Cam hasn't – how do you not – if you're Bill Belichick, why haven't you thought about throwing in Jared Stidham or trying out somebody else? I mean, if Cam is just not doing it for you. Yeah. I've got a, I got another hot take here. Let's hear it. I got another hot take. <laughs> Matthew Stafford. Oh, really? Yep. Is he on the block? Uh, he's just—he seems like a New England guy. Yeah. Don't get me I wrong. I like Stafford. I—he's a very good quarterback, and I think he, very very good quarterback, and he's just wasted his career in Detroit. In Detroit, it's it's really just sad. Wasted I, his career. Well, I dude, Jack Jack tried making the the Stafford Cutler comparison, um, and I <laughs> I, I, I kind of see where he's coming from, just in the sense that Stafford does turn the ball over, and he kind of. But I think that's kind of a product of just playing in Detroit. I mean, that franchise is another franchise where it's like they literally try to lose did, games. Did like he, they, they do their best to lose did games. Did he really compare Jay Cutler to well, Matthew Stafford? Kind of, yeah. We, yeah, I was um, on the first one of the first podcasts, um, and I, I don't remember how it got brought up. But 
he, well, he brought it up. Jack, and don't I, ever I, say that again. Yeah, right. I was thrown <laughs> off by it. But Stafford, he's got great arm talent. Yes. And, you know, when he, you saw him with Calvin Johnson, um, it, great. And um, people were, like, going crazy about Patrick Mahomes and his no-look passes and whatever. He just had but one Aaron, the other day. Yeah, he I saw that. One, yeah. The touchdown. That was savage. But Aaron Rodgers said on the Pat McAfee show, he was like, you know, one quarterback who doesn't get nearly enough credit for doing the things that, like, Mahomes and other people are doing now is Stafford. Yep. He's really underappreciated, like you say, just wasting away his career and, for a bad and franchise. I feel, I, feel, I feel terrible for him because he has no help. Yeah. No help. But by no help, I mean he. the reason he gets injured so much. I mean, I saw – I was watching the game a few weeks ago. I don't, know, I don't remember who they were playing. But um, – they zoomed in on Stafford as he was about to, you know, hike the ball. And the dude was bruised all up and down his arm. <laughs> his left arm left arm was like purple yeah. all up and down. Gotta say, he's a trooper. So <laughs> sticking it out there. The dude just gets beat. And poor guy, I mean he plays hard too, you know. He he does as much as he yeah. can. He throws the ball fifty times a game when he needs to. Um, he was one of the best fantasy quarterbacks a few years oh, ago because yeah. you knew he was just going to air the ball out a ton, and that was probably when he had Calvin. I mean, that was one of the most unstoppable duos in the league with his arm talent and then Calvin's ability to just go up and get it. Um, but I, I would love to see Stafford on New England, especially what Belichick would do with Stafford in New England. That'd be That'd be fun to see. Um, so yeah, if that ends up happening, you you heard it here first. You heard it here first. Yeah, I said it. Matthew Stafford <laughs> to the Patriots. We're gonna lock that in right now. <laughs> so speaking of the Patriots, um, their former QB and future Hall of Famer and the goat. <laughs> okay. Well, come on, the goat. Uh, TB12, Tom Brady. Um, his Buccaneers just beat the Falcons this weekend. Uh, the Falcons blew another lead, which is just ridiculous. I don't know if it's a – there's something cursed with that franchise too. There, it's like – I mean – They can't get out of their own way. It was I, so just tough to watch. And I've – you know, I don't feel bad for them. Okay, the, the only reason I feel bad is poor Julio Jones on that team. Get that man out of there. Well, I mean, I I don't really feel bad for them. I just feel bad about the Super Bowl, because if oh yeah twenty eight to three, are you <laughs> fucking kidding? How do you not win that game? Um, and all these other fucking you know the, the choked leads, it wouldn't matter if you have a Super Bowl. I mean, people just wouldn't care as much. But now it's just become a reoccurring theme, and it's probably in their heads a little bit. And just for some context, I, I again I I wasn't watching any of the NFL really this weekend because I was working all day, but. The Buck or the the Falcons started up that game up seventeen to zero, and then in the second half it was twenty four to seven at a point, and they lost and they lost and the Buccaneers looked awful in the first half. I've really never been too impressed with the Buccaneers this year. I just haven't. Um, and I don't know. I don't know what the Buccaneers were doing that game either. How you get down seventeen zero and twenty four seven to the, especially again. There's they are fighting for playoff contention, but um. Yeah, I don't know what's going on with the Falcons. It's like a weird, weird mind thing with them. But do you think the the Buccaneers are legit contenders this year, or do you think they're pretenders? Boy, that's a that's a loaded question. <laughs> um, I just I don't know how to like even 
describe the Buccaneers. It's, it's almost like they're still like meshing, like still trying to figure it out well, offensively and figure out their scheme. Because who would have thought a year ago today, if I were to tell you, Tom Brady, Antonio Brown, LaShawn McCoy, and Rob Gronkowski, and Leonard Fournette, Fournette yeah. were all on the same team. I wouldn't. Yeah, what the fuck? What do you? You're psycho. You'd be like, oh, so so he's going to the Patriots. So all those guys yeah. somehow are going to the Patriots. Right, right. And I would have been like, uh, no, <laughs> they're going to Florida. They're going to Tampa Bay. Yeah, yeah. It's weird, and the it's just been kind of weird all year long too. Because I mean, Bruce Arians has been so public about his criticism for Brady and his, people. The relationship between Brady and Bruce Arians. I there's no way to like describe it. Well, first off, they don't really give us a clear answer. Yeah. And they just, you know, oh yeah, everything's fine. Yeah, it's like it's a circus. Like I don't I just can't tell what's going on. Like are you sure everything's fine? Um cuz I know Tom doesn't want to be, you know, 9 and 5. Right. He'd rather be, you know, 14 and 0, well, obviously, but who doesn't? Yeah. So, but I don't no, I don't know what Tom was expecting. Tom was expecting, oh, Bill Belichick, hey, come down there with me. Like, <laughs> <laughs> please come down there with me. Yeah. Um, sorry, that's not how it works. They're um, only as good as the sum of their parts, those two. Two peas in a pod. So, like, they couldn't quite get the, the package deal on them. So, yeah. I just think Tom was expecting everything, you know, him to walk in and everything to be set up just fine oh it's the same for a super bowl run this same system they're playing for a super bowl this you know same this that etc we're just gonna walk in you know destroy everyone we've got all this talent he's finally got good receivers he's finally got good running backs yeah perfect good defense too uh, yeah decent good fairly you know top half defense right and i think i don't know because i don't think I don't know what anyone predicted at the beginning the Tampa Bay Buccaneers to be, but I don't I didn't quite expect them to be nine and five, but then again I really didn't expect them to be nine and five. Like I, I didn't guess, I didn't think they would be this good. But then again, I'm not surprised that they're this good. Yeah. I, I really didn't know what to expect. I kinda I think I just gave Tom Brady too much credit. <laughs> Cause I kinda you know, um he he had just won however many fucking Super Bowls in New England. Uh, um, yeah. yeah. Um, and, again, there's talent there on that Tampa Bay roster. Mike Evans, Chris Godwin, who just looked incredible last year with Jameis Winston at quarterback. Um, and, you know, that, that offense has just looked sluggish at times. It's like they don't really know their identity. Um, you know, it's like there's too many mouths to feed, too. Uh and, I, you know, allegedly Bruce Arians didn't really want to bring Antonio Brown in, but Tom Brady was really pushing for it. And, you know, what, whatever that means. But it, it's just like, again, it's like they just can't get on the same page about what they're doing there. And whose team is it? Is it Brady's team or is it Arians' team? Like, I, I just don't know what's going on there. But it's not, you know, they have a chance in the NFC. It, uh, yeah. Um, who's even winning that division? The Saints, I think. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah. Okay. I mean, okay, but here's this. The Saints are one, or I guess the Buccaneers are one win away from flipping that. Yeah. So the Saints are 10 and 4, 
and the Buccaneers are nine and five. But I mean, it's I, I don't know just how to because the NFC South can be extremely intimidating. Who are the other two teams? Uh, the Falcons and the Panthers. Okay. So the Falcons are good at times, like really good. I mean, they made the Super Bowl. Yeah. Like I don't know, five, five years ago. Yeah. A couple not, years ago. Yeah. I mean. What happened to that? <laughs> what happened uh, yeah. to that? Now they're four and ten. Yeah. So I think going off of that, I think Matt Ryan needs to walk up out of there. Yeah. But how good is Matt Ryan though? <sighs> it's kinda of, like I don't even remember. Yeah. <laughs> like I, it, he just you know, another guy who just like it's hard to really assess him with you know that instability um i don't know if dan quinn is still the coach there i think he might have got fired or i i hope so i don't yeah know. I, I don't know um but going back to tampa um like you mentioned i think the nfc is is wide open but i just haven't seen too much from them that instills a lot of confidence in me about them um coming into these playoffs but you give me tom brady in the playoffs i'll take my chances you know i don't i don't know so I'm not uh I'm not sure just because of uh I'm waiting for it to load up here. Here we go. Okay. <laughs> Smile, he's looking up stats, everybody. Look at this guy. So yeah, boy, here's this. So here's what the NFC picture looks like. Mm-hmm. Green Bay number one. Yeah. Saints number two. Yeah. Seahawks number three. Yeah. The Washington football team. Yeah, the NFC <laughs> the East. The NFC East. What an embarrassment. Yeah. yeah. But. To, the football, to NFL football. Maybe the worst like, division ever. So, Washington football team four, the Rams five, the Bucks six. And with the, I guess they have. Extended. The extended, the Cardinals are seven. Yeah. So, boy, I just, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know either. I don't know what to make of it. I mean, the Rams at times have looked like a really good team. The Seahawks with Russ. I mean, you you never want to count them out. No. Um, Washington. Eh. Coach of the year, Ron Rivera. Do you think? Yes. I'm I'm with it. I mean, he beat cancer. He beat leukemia. Yeah. I think it was. I think I think if they somehow finish first in the NFC East, I, that's seriously like that division's a toss up. Because I guess gross. I guess Dallas is now. In the mix, I guess the entire NFC the Gi- East, still have a chance. The, the Giants still have a chance. The Eagles, all three of them, still have a chance. So, it's. But I think if the Washington Football Team can at least make the playoffs, I don't. I don't care how far they go. I don't. Yeah. It doesn't matter. It'd be cool to see them in there. It, Ron Rivera, Coach of the Year. Dude, and well, that defense too is kind of a problem. Chase, I mean, Young. Chase Young, Chase Young. And, uh, I think they have Montez Sweat. Yes, too. Yes. So that pass rush, people talk about them a lot. So if you have a defense, I mean, that's like a the great equalizer in football. Um, and I don't know what's going on at their QB situation. If you got Smith, Haskins. Oh, speaking of Haskins, I just heard today. Did you hear he was at a uh, a strip club? <laughs> he was at a strip club in Washington D.C. With, that, without a mask. That sounds like it's against league protocols. <laughs> <laughs> That's actually I heard that today, and he's celebrating his big performance. <laughs> <laughs> so I just here's here's going back to what I said earlier about Ohio State quarterbacks. Is he? Yeah, he's an Ohio State. He was an Ohio State guy. I just don't. If they can stick to rolling out cornerbacks 
and you know defensive back players stick to it. Yeah. The the quarterbacks just aren't it. I'm I'm sorry. My opinion just they're just so not you're it. just counting out Justin Fields already. I I bl- yes. Oh, <laughs> you got to give him a chance. He's exciting. Little dual threat guy. Yeah. Dwayne Haskins has been bad though. I mean he should he had every chance to win that starting job in Washington. J T Barrett. Yeah, where did he end up? What happened I don't to know him? Where he is anymore. I don't even. He might be a receiver now. He, I think he might have switched <laughs> positions. No, dead ass. Um, but yeah, I guess. Um, but yeah, I, it'd be cool to see Washington sneak in there. That 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 division is just putrid. I mean, it's it's bad. Um, but again, that you know they could they could give somebody a, a tough game in the playoffs. Um, what are you looking up now? <laughs> Ohio State quarterbacks. <laughs> <laughs> well, so I don't know. Dwayne Haskins probably has to get suspended or something now. I, or, it or, depends on uh, quor- or quarantine or something. He, um, I mean, the, the NFL has been kind of tough about issued that. Issued an apology. Um, Did he? Okay. Obviously, um, I mean, you kind of have to. Why? What? How dumb are you? That's reckless. To not only endanger yourself, your career. But people around you, and especially with what's going on right now. How- well, and he was he started, and they're fighting for a playoff spot. So it's like, do you, do you even care about playing in the playoffs? Like, um, yeah, that's a mess. But yeah, I think with all of that being said, that's that's really the NFL rundown from this past week. So again, a lot on the line these these uh, next couple weeks. Is there anything you want to add here before we move on to some college football? It's- well, this is a good transition. Are we ready to transition? I, I think we're ready, yeah. Okay. Um, here's my continued... Kick, kick it off. Continued yeah. about Ohio State quarterbacks. Yeah. All right, yeah. here you go. You got a real beef with these guys. <laughs> <laughs> and I'll, I'll get to this. I got some hot takes here uh, for in the college football. Too many hot takes. It's <laughs> steamy. Steamy. Um, Braxton Miller? Oh, yeah. Where, where's he? I don't know. Exactly. He, he did that spin move, though. <laughs> you remember that? Yeah, cool. Yeah, it was uh, cool. Cardale Jones? Mm, he's in the CFL or XFL, I think. Mm, congrats. That's not the NFL. <laughs> um, Terrell Pryor? Wasn't yeah. he trying? Wasn't he a wide receiver? I think, yeah, he was. Um, I'm pretty sure I had him on my fantasy team a few years ago. He was not bad either as a receiver, um, I don't think. Last one, JT Barrett. Yeah. And and then Dwayne Haskins. Yeah, that's, that's not a great That's um. Six years, five years, of just yeah, of not great, terrible. They didn't turn out. Yeah, they did not turn out. So no, really did. stick to stick to pushing out uh, defensive backs. Eli Apple. Uh, Who else? I feel like there are some big names. There, there's uh-huh. a lot. They. Well, was Chase Young Ohio State? Yeah. Uh, he yeah. Was, right? yeah. 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 Um, they're called. Uh, shoot. Um, I can't think of it. But they got a nickname for their defense. They got a nickname or for the oh, they're um, DBU. Oh, okay. DBU, yeah, nice. defensive back university. Because how many they just pump out pump quarterback out. Yeah. secondary guys? Yeah. So that hopefully Justin Fields can write the ship for them. If, He's their last you know, hope. <laughs> he proved me wrong. Right. Proved me wrong and. I'm gonna send this podcast to Justin Fields and be like, "Dude, Justin Fields, you gotta, Justin you gotta Fields put on for all of you." Prove me wrong, and I will buy a jersey. Okay, nice. Justin Fields, love that. Don't care if it's for the Jets. Jets, really? <laughs> yep. Gross. I got you. <laughs> um, so sticking on college football, then um, the the 
playoff committee they just had selection sunday for the college football playoffs i think this past sunday um and it goes alabama got the one seed clemson got the two seed ohio state got the three seed and notre dame's four four um do you think the committee got got the teams four teams right no i don't either Who who do you think um i don't know exactly i don't think I mean, seriously, just skip these two games. It's just going to be Alabama and Clemson. Alabama opens the game. It opened as they opened as nineteen and a half point favorites, just, which I think is the largest. Let's just skip a week, okay? <laughs> seriously, like Ohio State. You're and not giving Notre Ohio State any chance against Clemson either. No, I with don't. Trevor. I mean, you talk about Trevor Lawrence. I mean, okay. How about you just let's fast forward two weeks, whatever it is. It's Alabama and Clemson. Yeah, I think it's gonna take a miracle for Ohio State to and, and Notre Dame. Notre, Notre Dame. Dame. Notre Dame shouldn't even be the fourth team. Notre Dame shouldn't even make it past the forty yard line. <laughs> right, right. Well, they 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 struggled to put up ten points against Clemson in the a- ACC championship game, and that's that's my real issue with with Notre Dame getting the fourth seed is like they didn't just lose in the ACC championship; they got embarrassed. They got embarrassed. It was it was. 20 like they was they had three points for the longest part of that game and they ended up losing 34 to 10 um and it's not like the ACC is a super tough conference I don't think for football I mean Clemson was probably their toughest opponent all year obviously and sure they beat them earlier in the year but who who, who, who wasn't playing in that game Trevor Lawrence they beat them without Trevor Lawrence and it took them two overtimes um so I I just I don't think I think if you put up that much of a stinker in, in the ACC championship game, like I don't know how they deserve to get the four seed. And so, a couple of teams, go ahead. Who do you think should get the four seed? Yeah, yeah. Texas A&M, I think, should have been considered. I think they were the they were five. They finished eight and one, and their one loss. They both finished with one loss, uh, Texas A&M and Notre Dame. And Texas A&M's one loss was to Alabama, who is clearly head and shoulders better than everybody else in college uh, football. I mean, they're an NFL program. Better than the Jets. <laughs> right, right, right. I mean, people talk about that. So it's just like, seriously, and Texas A&M plays in the SEC, who is, the SEC is a football conference. Okay. And, I mean, wh- like, what else could they have done? And another team, Cincinnati finished 9-0. and They play in, like, the American Conference. So. I, got, I got something for I got Another okay, finish, finish. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll finish this. So the Cincinnati finished nine and zero. They ranked eighth. Um, they're they're ranked eighth at the whatever final AP poll. But it's just like if you're Texas A&M, how pissed do you have to be? Because they didn't play in their conference championship game, obviously, because it was Alabama and Florida. But still, they played Tennessee in the last week of the season. They won, and again, their one loss was to Alabama, who's better than Clemson, who you know is again clearly the best team in college football. So if you're the college football committee. Like what else? What else can Texas A&M do to get in? I mean, they say that it's an open field, um, but it's just not. It, it's just not. Cincinnati didn't lose a game all year. They weren't even considered. So expand the playoffs first off. Get more teams in there. Um, but you know, fucking hell, Notre Dame got embarrassed. They got embarrassed, and it was. Uh, they just don't deserve to be in there. And they should have two losses. They shouldn't beat Clemson. They got lucky. Uh, Trevor Lawrence had COVID. So whatever. So, here's my take as well. Um, if you're a school that's not a Power Five, do you have a chance? I don't think so. Uh, okay, Cincinnati nine and zero. Coastal, Co- 
Coastal, Car- right? Coastal Carolina, eleven and zero. Yeah. BYU, ten and one. Okay, didn't even know that. So, Louisiana, nine and one. So, how San Jose State, seven and zero? Who I guess I just heard today that San Jose State um, had a punt return, kick return guy who set the set the record for the most punt returns, kick returns in Touchdowns? in college football history. Yeah, wow. Yeah, for who? Uh, San Jose State. Okay, cool. Um, so. so look for him to be drafted. Yeah, that's the yeah. That's cool. Um, anyway. But you know, you say that they're uh, the field's wide open, but it's not. It's not. It's, it's gonna not. be. It's gonna. You know, it's gonna be Bama. How, you know, it's gonna be Clemson. How do you, how do you incorporate a team? Ohio State six and all, right? Yeah. Why are they in there? They deserve to be in there. I Why? think they do because you can't blame them for them not playing as many games as other people because Michigan, it's not Michigan had the COVID breakout. I don't know how many games Ohio State ended up getting canceled, but you can't blame that on them. And they won their they won their conference championship and they didn't lose a game all year. But they played 6 games. I mean, Five, I literally Oh, just about half the season that Alabama played. Don't you want the four best teams in the playoffs though? And is Ohio State not one of the four best teams in college football? No matter, it's tough. But what you're saying is exactly, so there's this tweet from Jay Billis that I saw that I absolutely loved. It says, college football, where every game counts, except for Cincinnati's and Indiana's games, which were clearly just exhibition games. College football is college basketball with a smaller tournament and no way no way to win your way into the field. I mean, he, he he's right. And that's, I mean, at least expand the playoffs. At least give a couple more teams a chance to get in there and and you know, make make some noise, make a name for themselves. UCF going undefeated a couple years ago. They just had no chance to get in there. I mean, these small schools, like, again, what more do you want from them? Like, there's there's literally nothing more they can do except dominate every game they play, and they still can't get in. Um, and Notre Dame can get embarrassed on national television by 24 points, and they, they get the fucking bid. I'm not – I don't know. I don't know what it is, but I just kind of, you know – doing this i kind of have beef with ohio state <laughs> you're really growing <laughs> hatred for these guys I, I i i think i am actually i don't i don't know why well they uh, again they didn't look super dominant against northwestern um i think that game was like 24 to 10 they struggled to score points so, i just don't get how you can put together a playoff picture when look they're just gonna get flat out i think they're gonna get embarrassed by clemson yeah probably and how, like, I don't know, I don't know how you can put them in. I just, okay. <laughs> it was 22 to 10. They, they beat Northwestern 22 to 10. Um, so not super convincing. Um, let's see how many games they had canceled. The Michigan game, Illinois, Maryland. So they had three games canceled. Um, a couple of their wins, they beat Penn State early in the year. They beat Indiana. So I don't know. Penn State. I mean, I feel like a Big Ten is another one. Yeah, well, whatever. I feel like a Big Ten is another one of those conferences where you're probably going to see at least one, you know, one team in the college football players. I don't know. One Big Ten team, one SEC team. I mean, that's, that's always how that's, it shakes out. That's, that's garbage. One and Clemson out of the ACC. Well, right. Well, that's why expand the field. I mean, give give these other schools a fucking chance. Um, but I guess we'll see how it plays out. I, so you, your prediction is Alabama-Clemson, obviously. Alabama, Clemson. Who you got winning it? 
Alabama. Bama. It's not Alabama. even. It shouldn't be a question. Nick Saban. I, that I don't. I don't know how. I don't see their dynasty going away anytime soon. Dude, I really I don't, don't. The only time that I see Alabama not winning a national championship is when Nick Saban is not there. Yeah. When he some. The dude's going to coach until he, like, can't walk anymore. going to have to carry him out of the stadium. <laughs> yeah, I, I just don't see him ever leaving. And I the only reason I could see him leave is if somehow – I mean, he already coached – didn't he coach in the NFL? I'm not sure, but why would you want to take an NFL job if, if you've got just the perfect situation yeah, in Bama, I, you know? But I feel like that would be his only – reason why he'd only leave. reason why he'd leave and if i'm him i'm not leaving right I, why would you i mean that that's that's your town that's your school he's the most popular person like almost in that state yeah like, right right so he's a god yeah he, he really is so alabama alabama's got this unlock they just re, they just reload every year too and Devonte smith should probably win the heisman this year in my opinion as a receiver which hasn't been done i don't think and since desmond howard uh, at Michigan, um, Mac Jones has had a great year. Mac Jones, yeah, yeah. So I don't see Alabama's going to win it. I mean, maybe Clemson can, Trevor Lawrence can pull off some heroics, but give me Bama. Yeah, <laughs> give me Bama. Give me Bama. I I just don't see. I don't see Clemson doing it again. I and I hope Notre Dame gets killed. I hope they lose by fifty. Notre Dame is just going to get. Murder. I hope it's going to be 50. so embarrassing to watch. Well, and did you see that? I think they said that they don't even want to play in the college football playoffs if they can't have fans there. I think they said that, and it's just like, I mean, sure, but again, everybody else is dealing with the same thing. Like, what makes what makes your team so special that you need family there? Like, everybody's living through this. Um, but yeah, so I don't know when the college football playoffs really are. It's usually like New Year's, right? It's, uh, I think up. it's usually like the 31st. Coming the first. Up. Um, yeah. We got bowl games coming up. We got teams opting out of bowl games. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. chaos. It's a lot going on. I, I'm not... Uh, I mean, I get it. I get it, yeah. So, the Gophers were one of those yeah, teams. I get Whatever. it. Whatever. I get it. Um, so yeah, we'll, we'll see how all that, all that plays out. Um, but yeah, Bama. Bama over Clemson. I think that's what, that's what we're settling on. So that's really everything um, we wanted to cover today. Um, Schneids, thanks for doing this with it's, me. This was a lot of fun. I would love to be on this again. Good, and, I'm glad. And my series of hot takes, um, <laughs> yeah. stats, just your Ohio State hatred, extreme Ohio State hatred. Yeah, I guess. Um, but it's you know it's been a pleasure and. Uh, Thanks for having me, and I, you know, I'll make sure to uh, send this out. So uh, yeah, good looks, um, everybody. Be sure to follow William Jewel Baseball next year. Yes, William Jewel Baseball on Twitter, uh, Jewel Athletics. Um, we got a live stream, I think, for most of our games. Uh, Jewel Athletics Baseball, etc. Um, but it's gonna be a lot of fun and. Uh, I'm excited. So yeah. So for anybody listening, thanks for sticking this out with us. Here. Yeah, we uh, <laughs> kind of got a little carried away, but hey, I'm 
big talk. Uh, yeah. Big yeah. Talk. I think we could keep going too, we, but we, 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 we got, we probably could. Yeah. But, we gotta, uh, we gotta get out of here. Yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, thanks for anybody listening. Um, hope everybody's doing well, staying healthy in these crazy times. Yes. Um, stay healthy. Yeah. Stay clean. Stay sane, you know, yeah. do what you can to take care of your mental, um, exercise when you can. Um, it's, it's, it's tough. It's tough. And we, you know, we got winter, um, and you know, happy holidays as happy well. Happy holidays, Merry Christmas. Yep. Um, happy New Year's. Uh, all that. All that. All and, that uh, good stuff. Hopefully, I'll be back on before I head out here in a couple weeks, and uh, you know, maybe even get a guest appearance uh, over the phone or something. And Absolutely. Yeah, I got We got to figure out how to. Yeah. Do that. I still don't really know how to do that. But um, yeah. So I'm really glad you guys got introduced to Schneids. Um, this is. It's my guy. So, yeah. Again, thanks, Alex. And, uh, yeah, we'll we'll get you back on soon. Yeah. Everyone uh, have a good uh, rest of your day. See you later. All right. So, thanks again to anybody listening. Um, wherever you're listening to this podcast, if you could leave a rating, a review, it would be greatly appreciated. Um, would love any input from you guys. Love the feedback. Um, I hope again, you guys are having some sort of fun listening to this here. I, I love getting on the mic and just ranting, um, about sports and whatnot. So yeah. Um, again, and also going to shamelessly keep plugging the Instagram, um, sports unleashed official, go give it a follow, go give the TikTok a follow. We have all that in the, in the bio on the Instagram. Um, so yeah, do me a favor and check that out. And that's all I got for you today. Take care.